0: The Dancepreneuring Studio, Session 14 How Persistence Pays Off. Five, six, seven, eight. everyone, and welcome to the Dancepreneuring Studio. I am Annette Bone, and this is the place where dance inspires life and business. We will be bringing you some of the best and creative minds who are connected to the art of dance, and they will be sharing their stories, ideas, strategies, and tactics to move your life and business forward. Thank you so much for joining me.
1: Hey, what's up? This is Victor Gonzalez, artistic director and co-founder of Get Down District, representing MSA Talent Agency, Boogie Zone, Maker Empire, and Varsity Dance Company. And you're listening to another session of the Dancepreneuring Studio with Annette Bone.
0: It's profitable to be skillful and wise. Welcome to this week's Step to Success. A step to your success is anything that moves your life and business forward. Whether it's an app, a book, or an idea, you can apply something today that will help you succeed. As an entrepreneur, as a creative person, it always seems like you have a thousand and one things going on in your mind, whether they're ideas or things that you have to do or just random thoughts that just kind of stick there. It can get kind of overwhelming and... It can be stressful and it can affect your productivity and your creativity and you can feel stuck. And I would recommend doing an exercise called a brain dump where you focus for a set period of time and just write out everything that is on your mind, whether it makes sense or not, whether it's something you need to do, an idea you need, an idea that you have, just get the stuff off your mind and onto something else. It will help you to free your mind a little bit more, help you feel a little more relaxed because you've gotten all this excess off of your brain. And I would recommend to review this after you've done it, maybe a couple days after or so, and see if those things are still what you need to take care of. Some of those things might have just been random thoughts that were there at the time and not something that you need to deal with necessarily. But it's a really helpful exercise just to kind of clear that mental clutter and just have a fresh start. So I would recommend doing this and customize the time that you need. Sometimes it'll be 10 minutes, sometimes 15. It might even be an hour just depending on how overwhelmed you feel. But brain dumping is a great exercise to do regularly to keep you productive and focused. And now, Life and Business Connect with the Dancer's Dialect. The Dancer's Dialect is the dancer's language. I'm going to share dance terminology across different genres so you can see the correlations in your life and in your business. One of the most frustrating yet, I guess you could say exciting things for me in a dance class is not getting the choreography And it's frustrating because, of course, I want to get the choreography, but it's also exciting because then I know I have more to work on. So it's kind of an interesting mix for me. And a lot of times I have to say it depends on my mood and my mindset before I go into the class. And so I know that that's really important because I have to always set myself up for success, even if I don't necessarily think at the end of class that it was successful for me. But I take it as just all feedback, and that it just takes time. And there's always things that I'm going to need to be working on. But more often than not, I go away excited that I get to dance, but frustrated that maybe I didn't get the choreography the way that the teacher wanted us to get it. And a lot of times when that happens in class, if like if the majority of the class is not getting the choreography, what the teacher will say is let's clean means is that Instead of going on with additional choreography, the teacher will work on cleaning up the movements and make them more accurate and precise. So that's what it means when a teacher says, let's clean. And I think that there is definitely benefit to that because if you're not so worried about memorizing the choreography then you can focus on the the other elements that the choreography requires whether it's the different textures or the timing and stuff like that so there's definitely a benefit to cleaning and also in life and business there are things that need to be cleaned up and it's not always about adding the latest and greatest thing like for example there was a time when I was so caught up in wanting to know the latest and greatest thing. And not that I don't keep up on those things now, but I don't get so consumed that, well, I found this tool and I need to add it now when I already have a tool that's working great. And I've mastered this tool that I'm currently working on. And so I think it takes maturity and discernment, first of all, to realize and to step back and say, okay, I can just work with what I have right now. It's working well And by adding all these extra things, it's just going to hold me back. There's cleaning that's necessary in your life and business. And I think that if you can discern what that is and not add any additional things to your plate, if it's not necessary, then that will help you progress and be more productive in your life and in your business.
1: Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature
0: presentation. Have you ever said I will never dot 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 you know I will never do this do that or whatever it is I think we all have and then we find ourselves doing the thing that we said that we would never do so I'm always careful about <laughs> I'm always careful about that now I bring this up because I thought that I would never have a child and now I have a 9-year-old son that I absolutely love and all the things that you hear if you're not a parent all the things that you hear parents say, all those little, I guess, cheesy things that (laughs) parents say, it's all true, and you really do have those feelings about your kids, and having my son now is one of the biggest blessings of my life, and it's more of a blessing than I could ever imagine, and I bring this up because my next guest, Victor Gonzalez, works very successfully with his group of kids as he is the co-founder and artistic director of Get Down District. And these kids are pretty remarkable, not only for their talent, but their work ethic and just their manners and what he's been able to instill in them. And it's very obvious the way that they carry themselves inside and outside of class. And he has some great things to share on how to work with kids, how to work with adults, and his Dance career journey so far. Victor is a creative choreographer, but he is also a dancer with Varsity and Maker Empire and is also signed with MSA Talent Agency. I really admire him for his persistence, his patience, his positivity, and I hope that you can learn from these lessons that Victor is about to share in our conversation. So tell me about Get Down District. Get Down District is, it's it's so confusing
1: because if you're not a part of it, it's kind of confusing. Everyone thinks we're a studio. Everyone thinks that we're, you know, uh, we have our own facility and, you know, compare us to, you know, studio, uh, like studio schedules and, and what other people are doing and stuff like that. Right now, we're just an organization. We have a base group of kids and we pretty much train them. And as far as team-wise, we have Monday classes, and that's about it. Back in 2011, me and my business partner, who's amazing, Jackie Holzinger, we've known each other for a while. She she used to coach cheer and dance back in the day before I started. And then I started dancing, and we crossed paths a little bit, and we went our separate ways. And then all of a sudden, we kind of got reconnected, and we wanted to host hip-hop classes for the community. So we linked up with Community Center in Rosemead, California, and we um, started having Monday classes for kids, um, not expecting anything, not, not knowing how great or how big it was going to get. We just wanted to have com- community classes for kids. So we started doing that every Monday, and we started having really good kids come through. And we're like, oh, my God, we have some really good kids. Like, why don't we create teams? And when we create teams, you know, it will help us promote the classes and, you know, help promote our community classes, you know, and making making people know that get down the district, you know, we have classes on Mondays at the Garfield Center, you know? And she was like, Cool, let's do it. So we created three teams and they ended up being really good, really good. And, you know, people started wanting to join the teams. So we were like, Okay, well, you know, let's have an audition for the for the company for the for the teams that we have. And we were like, Okay, so we did it and we got new kids and Then our classes started getting more and more packed, and we were like, okay, like, we need something more, you know? Because it was at a community center. We were limited time and space. Because at community centers, they have a lot of, like, piano classes and art classes and karate and taekwondo. So we were only limited to two days a week. We had practices on Fridays, and we had classes on Mondays, and that was it. So we were like, well, we want to offer these kids more. So we went ahead and we rented space from another facility that allowed us to rent a small room, for our parents to kind of hang out and wait for their kids. And then they had a big, a big, a big kind of like a, it was like a big room. And we asked them if we can install mirrors so our kids can have mirrors. And they said, yeah, totally. So we raised money and we got mirrors and then we started having classes there. And that's when we were able to offer more. Classes to our kids, so we brought in more, more instructors and we we're offering jazz, tumbling, popping, locking, breaking, and house. And it was just still an organization, and, and still, but we had a set schedule. So that's when people started kind of thinking that we were a studio and stuff like that. But at that moment, when we transferred over to this new facility, was the moment we said, you know, it would be really dope to have our own facility. So that's when we started talking about having our own facility so we can, you know, Call someplace our home, and and it could be ours, and we could do do amazing things, you know. So we we stayed at the moose lodge for a while, and then the moose the facility that we were renting from got shut down, and we kind of got. Kind of kicked out, not kicked out, but we had to, we had nowhere to go because the facility got shut down that we were renting from. So that was a very hard moment for us because everything changed for us so instantly and there was nothing we could do about it. So we ended up, now we are at the high school and Rosemary Park. So we balanced back and forth from Rosemary Park to the high school, and it kind of feels like we're homeless or we're kind of you know struggling for place to call home, you know, and it was very difficult for us to deal with because these kids mean so much to us and for us to have to you know have somewhere where we could be you know stable at was very hard at least for myself because you know. These kids depend on Get Down District. They look forward to Get Down District. they excited to go to Get Down District, you know. So right now, we are currently having just Monday classes at Rosemead High School. And then we bounce Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at Rosemead Park or the high school. It depends because we have to be around the high school schedule. And now we're looking for a facility and hopefully it will be open soon. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a hard process. It's very difficult, but that's what we're at at this point. But at the end of the day, you know, Get Down the Shook is, is a place to train these kids and an organization to push these kids to their fullest ability and get the best out of them and, and have great opportunity. And a lot of our kids are in the industry doing amazing things. You know, we've been able to, you know, share Experiences or connections or network or networking that we've done individually and share with each other. And now we have some amazing kids doing great things in the industry. And it's really exciting to have these kids not just dance with us, but also share their experience as well, the same way I'm doing. So it's really exciting.
0: So I had the pleasure of taking class with your kids from the Get Down District for a dance day at Boogie Zone. And I was so impressed not only with their talent, but the fact that they were more focused and more um, dedicated to what they were doing than most teenagers and adults that I've seen. What is your philosophy in the way that you train them and what has worked with them? And I know it's been a process probably to working with them as to what works and what doesn't. What would you like to say about that?
1: Starting this whole program, you know, it was all about the kids. I've been teaching kids for a very long time. And it was time for me to get a group of kids to take under my wing and totally just teach them about responsibility, maturity, um, how to be focused, how to be determined, how to want something really bad. And um, like you said, it it, it it has been a very, very tough process for us um, or for myself to train these kids because at the end of the day, they're kids, you know. They want to be out with their friends. They want to be out swimming. They want to be out at the party or riding their bike down the street, you know. So regardless of, of how bad they want to do that, you know, it takes it takes the love and the care that I have for them to make them want to be there. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't blame them every time they are kind of like, oh, I don't want to be here, you know, and I want to be out with my friends and stuff, you know, and that's where I teach them about how good they can be or re- re- give them reassurance of how great they can be and kind of reel them in. And I mean, once they're there, they're good, but. I, you know, I appreciate it and I love when I hear, you know, people like you or just people saying how good my kids are because, you know, they work so hard and they put so much work into the studio. And I always tell them, I go, look, all this work that you're putting into the studio, all this hard work, all this, all this, uh, dedication and, you know, want that you have in the studio, you have to show it wherever you go. Because at the end of the day, people are going to look at you and they're going to say, you are good. You are not good or you're focused and you're not focused. And you want to make sure that you get the respect you deserve because you put so much hours put into the rehearsal. You know what I mean? So I guess my philosophy for them is pretty much just making sure that I train them really hard and always end with positivity and making sure that... I keep them focused, and I keep I keep reminding them about how good they can be and how focused. And I think they take that with them. And um, when they do take class, you know, I teach them about work ethic, et- work ethic, class etiquette. You know, I teach them everything I know, everything I'm I'm even learning right now, everything I learn and gain right now as dancer. I take straight to get down this straight, and I teach them exactly what I'm going through. So it also is exciting for them because they're pro- they're also on, they're not just on their journey, but they're also on my journey as well. So I think that's what unites us more and makes us a little bit more unique.
0: It's it's really impressive, Victor, because not only were they so focused and just attentive in class, but they were encouraging even to the adults around them. And that's really rare to see that in kids, <laughs> let alone adults. And so I found that really impressive. And, you know, I just thought, you know, it's because of the way that they're trained. If you're not trained that way, then you don't know. It's really rare that someone is just naturally like that. So I really give you kudos for that. And I'm not surprised that they placed second in Um, urban street jam and i know you guys yeah so congratulations on that and i know thank you
1: so much
0: oh you're welcome and competing in these different competitions like hip-hop international maxed out that's probably contributed to their growth as well i would imagine is there anything you want to say about that as well the whole experience with having them in these competitions training them for that as opposed to just a regular show or something else
1: well, yeah, totally. I mean, this is the first time they were ever stepping into the community. And I was really nervous myself because, you know, I've been part of the community for a while and, you know, I know a good amount of people and, you know, they were very curious about how my kids was and how they were going to be and how good they could be. And I told them, I said, you want to not just, re- it's not about representing me well, it's about representing yourself well. And going back to all that hard work, you want to be respected. And I think they totally did that. Um, I had two two teams competing and two teams exhibitioning that maxed out. I had our Micromaniacs and our, and our Mighty Maniacs performing at Max style under exhibition, and then I had our master maniacs and our major maniacs competing in the varsity and adult division, and we were the smallest teams out there competing for sure. Um, my junior, my little ones, they were just exhibitioning. So it was really, like really wet, like wetting their feet, you know, and just getting used to the whole the whole community scene and stuff like that. Um but our our master and junior maniacs, our varsity and adult, they were totally the smallest teams out there. They had no more than 10 dancers. One of them had 10 and one of them had six or seven. And um they didn't place, but their placing was amazing. They placed in the middle of their division. One of them got six out of 12 and the other one got like 13 out of like 20 or something like that. I don't remember exactly, but it was, they definitely placed in the middle and I was super proud of them because, you know, yes, they didn't place top three, but for them to beat out, you know, half of the competition when, Every team out there had about 40 dancers, and they were holding it down with not even half of that. I was super proud of them. So that was really, really exciting, and I kept encouraging them. I said, look, we didn't place, but look at your place. And you just beat teams that had 40-plus people, you know, and, and at the end of the day, you guys felt good. I felt good, and, and that's all we need to worry about, you know. And then when we went to uh, Urban Street Jam, we combined our jun- our micro— and our and mighty and created Junior Maniacs, which is now our official team for Get Down District, our official junior team for the next season. Um, and they played second. And it was really, really exciting because, you know, they were working so hard and I changed the routine in less than six weeks. And my parents thought I was crazy and thought <laughs> that it was not possible or that, you know, or that they weren't going to be ready or they were really stressing about whether they were going to be ready or not, you know, but the amount of belief that I have in these kids and the amount of love, no one could ever, ever figure how much that is, you know. And when I see a group of kids, and I'm working with a group of kids that are under my wing, I trust them with everything, and I know they can, they're capable of doing that in six weeks, you know. So I said, yes, they're going to be ready, and I was determined to my decision, and I had it ready. And even, you know, two, a week before, two weeks before, they weren't looking good, you know, because they were getting everything thrown at them. But I knew in my heart that they were going to come out, and they were going to smash, and they were going to do great. I just knew it. I knew it in my heart. And I was like, they're going to be good. They're going to be fine. They're going to be ready. And sure enough, you know, we go there, we play second. and Everyone's like, oh, my God, you were right. Like, (laughs) you were right, you know. And and it it feels good to be able to prove that, you know, to be able to say, look, trust these kids as much as I trust these kids. Because if we do that together, these kids are only going to reach higher and greater. You know? And our master maniacs unfortunately didn't place. But so I mean, they were one of the smallest teams, you know, they did good. They went up there, they smashed and like I teach them, I said it's not about winning. It's not about having the loudest applause. It's not about, you know, fitting fitting in with all the other crews. It's about doing what we do best, what we do, and feeling good when we walk off the stage. You know, so, I mean, yeah, it was a great experience. It was exciting. It was fun. And I'm just glad that we're, our name is able to kind of start getting, you know, into some ears in the community and hopefully people will start seeing us more often. So, yeah, it was exciting.
0: There were two things that you brought up as you're talking about this that I thought were so important, so key, not only in dance, but just in life and business, is the fact that you always end your interaction with these kids positively. And secondly, you have... Positive high expectations for them. Do you feel that that has helped you also with your dance career? I know you recently got signed with MSA, and I'd like to kind of yeah. I'd like to kind of hear about your audition experience and what your mindset was, because I think that not like I said, not only translates through the dance world, but also in life and business. Do you mind talking about that a little bit?
1: No. Yeah. Of course. I mean, before we get into MSA, I mean, positivity is number one. You know, um, I'm really hard on these kids, and sometimes. Um, I get a little um, choked up or a little kind of worried because I always tell myself, what if if I'm too hard? And what if they don't, they don't get why I'm so hard or, you know, what if they don't understand why I'm so, you know, stern or, or talk to them very, very, not aggressively, but very, very determined in what I see in them. And um, that's why I always end with positivity. Like, look, this is what you're doing wrong, but this is why you need to fix it because you can be this or what was that? It's not, it wasn't up to par because I've seen you do better and I know how great you can be. So it's always important to read, to, to end, you know, critique or, or cleaning or whatever you're doing with these kids to make them better. It's always good to end with positivity, you know, and I, and I, and I tell them all the time. And that's why it's also, that's why I point going back to when you said these kids were even encouraging us in class, you know, because I remind them, I said, look, at one point you were that weakest one in the class. And what would you have wanted by students that are taking class with you? It's support and love. So you have to give that to everybody else. Because the greatest thing about Get Down District is that every kid that has started with me never danced before.
0: Wow. I didn't know. You know,
1: that. To, this, to this certain extent, they, they didn't come from training um, in hip hop so strong. You know, I had some high school dancers, but their high schools weren't as strict or weren't, weren't as, you know, aggressive. Or um, really, into making sure that these kids were learning what they need to learn, so almost I want to say every single kid in my, in my and I had these cross kids down district didn't dance before, you know, and that's the that's the the best feeling for me to know that these kids that are turning into great not just great dancers but great individuals it makes me so happy because it, it shows me that I'm doing my job right. Yes, You know, and even kids that have left and, and, and have gone other places, I mean, to, to to just know that I was able to be a part of their journey in the beginning and teach them as much as I was able to teach them before they decided to go somewhere else or do other things, that feels great, you know, and the kids that are still with me, they're still learning, they're still growing, and they're still maturing in dancing it's so crazy, and it's, it's, it's amazing to have that feeling, and, you know, being a positive person myself... Keeps me going with dance, you know, because being a dancer is a hard is a hard uh, journey, you know. Being in this entertainment business and, and you know getting set, um, people telling you, know in your face left and right. You have to have that that positive mentality consistently, and you have to just remind yourself that your time is going to come. Everybody's journey's different, and you know, don't compare yourself to somebody else. And that's the mentality that I've had since I was eighteen. I've been trying to get signed with an agency since I was eighteen years old. And I did not get signed until I was twenty four years old and for that to and for that to happen, finally is a great feeling and now that i'm able to go and audition and and do great and experience great experiences you know is an amazing feeling and you know the audition process you know is tough it's rough but you know i when you have your heart set on something and you're super determined that's going to knock you down and you know i i've been able to to audition you know for justin bieber and taylor swift and you know shows and all these all these amazing things and i think the The more negative that you are, the more disappointing and ungrate experience you're you're gonna have with this whole journey with dance, you know, and I don't want to have that, so I remain positive, and you know, yes, I'm saying yes, I'm getting nos yes i'm I'm not getting through all the way to the end but at the end of the day, I get to say that i that i've get to, that I've got to dance for amazing choreographers that have choreographed for every artist out there. I've been able to audition for projects that I can only imagine to be a part of and for me to just have my foot into the door just a little bit is an amazing feeling for me. And right now I'm just taking it day by day and, and hoping that sooner, soon, sooner than later I get to, uh, you know, be on sport or book a music video or be on a show or dance for an artist. So, I mean, I'm i I'm, I'm remaining positive and, and um, I'm enjoying every step that I take with this journey.
0: I think that is huge in itself. The fact that you come from a place of gratitude and positivity because Just experiencing the necessary rejections that happen in this industry, you you have to be tough. And so, for you to already come from that place, and then also what I thought was really important what you said is about not comparing yourself to other people because we always compare our worst to someone else's best, and you never know what kind of journey they've gone through. So it's really unfair. So the fact that you already are mentally there in terms of being positive, being grateful, and just appreciating where you're at, I think is huge. And it's going to take you really far. So thank you so much for sharing that.
1: Of course. Of course.
0: Now you were um, mentored by two influential dancers in the industry, CJ Edwards from the crew, heavy impact on America's best dancer and Elm Pizarro, who's the creator of Boogie Zone. What did you learn from them specifically that you feel has been instrumental in your work with get down district and also your career as a dancer and a choreographer?
1: Oh man, I, I I was under CJ Edwards for um since I started dancing at seventeen. And I was able to experience this journey with amazing dancers in my generation like David Lee and KP. We learned so much from C J, um, and I've never forgotten how much he's taught me or how much he's influenced me or made me become the type of person I am today as far as mentality and, and uh, training. He prepared us for everything. I mean, he was really, really a tough director, but it was all from love. You know, he he taught us responsibility. He taught us discipline. He, he's taught us how to remain positive and how to keep fighting for what you want and um, how to how to just keep going, no matter how tough it is, you know, and uh, and that stuff—that's that stuff that I take with me to till this day. I think with CJ Edwards, I learned more about being a dancer and and becoming and growing into somebody that that is strong enough to take critique and be told the truth, um, because CJ always did that in a much loving way and and was able to teach us right from wrong and make us face what we were doing wrong you know that was that was what he did like if we didn't do something right he let us know and and we had to we had to face it and i think that's the most amazing thing because i teach my dancers that now i say you know no one's going to tell you the truth except me you know i'm going to tell you the truth in the most positive way and i'm going to let you face it because i think now this new generation likes to run away from the truth when they should be running to the truth and really figure out what they're doing wrong because you know dance a lot of dancers don't like to hear the truth and they and they keep they keep going off thinking that, you know, they're doing something right when everyone's, everyone can see that they need to fix something. And I think that's what he, he made us do. And with El Pizarro, El Pizarro, you know, he's taught me a lot about business, how, how to not give up and how to keep fighting as far as, you know, with Get Down District. He's one of the biggest supporters of Get Down District. And it's amazing, you know, he's always been there for me. And, and um, you know, leadership and, and business, I definitely learned from him you know it's been a great experience even working alongside him with many projects and stuff like that so definitely more industry and leadership and and uh Business, I learned so much from elm and I think it's it's positivity as well. elm has the same mentality as me. He doesn't give up no matter how hard things are, and he keeps fighting for what he wants. And he's definitely taught me about all that stuff. And CJ Edwards definitely about a dancer, and and you know having tough skin because that's what it's all about. Is about making sure that you're able to to look at yourself in the mirror and and fix what needs to be fixed. You know, so those two guys have been amazing. In great influences in my life for sure.
0: You dance with two different professional dance companies, Varsity and Maker Empire. Can you tell me a little bit about both of them and your experiences with them? Yes, yeah,
1: of okay. course. Uh, Maker Empire is in the direction of both and he's from America's Dance Juice Fanny Pack, and I'm now creator of uh, Maker Empire, and it's an amazing, amazing company that I'm able to call family. We have a few different companies under our our umbrella. We have Troublemakers, which is his junior team. And then we have Rogue Makers, which is his competitive adult team. And then he has Mischief Makers, which is his professional company. And then he has Baby Makers, which is his all-male company. And then he has Money Makers, which is his all-female company. And then he's creating a new company to train kids called Double Trouble. So look out for that stuff but this is a big family and we competed at HHI last year and we became silver medalists in the USA division. And that was a really, really huge accomplishment. We made it all the way to a finals and we almost made it to Worlds, and it was a really, really, really great experience. We we got amazing feedback, and Iowa is so unique and so clean and, and very, very, very texturized. And I joined the company to kind of get a new experience for my body and, and explore more movement. And it was an amazing experience, and I'm still learning and growing to this day. And um, I'm really excited to just, you know, continue on and see what other great things are about to happen with Maker Empire. But, but it was an amazing leader and choreographer and director very understanding and a type of person that is always there for you no matter what and pushes us to our limits for sure and varsity i actually just joined that company i just made it that's um more of a in, uh, more out in in north hollywood under the direction of isaac well LA, i hope i said that right he is also from heavy impact season five and has done a lot of industry work and has been in the game for a while and this company, you know, it's, it's something fresh and something new for myself. And I'm really excited to be a part of a new company with amazing new energy and new people to meet And just definitely excited to be out of North Hollywood more and take classes out there and just train a lot and um, hopefully be able to meet amazing people that will influence my life in one way or another.
0: So you were inspired by the movie You Got Served, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what was it about the movie besides the dancing, obviously? Um, I've
1: always wanted to perform. I, it was something that was in my body, something that I just knew that I wanted to do. But growing up, you know, when I was growing up, you know, yes, there was industry kids out there doing things, but my family wasn't really familiar with all that stuff. And, and growing up, I mean, dancing wasn't even, was kind of hard for boys to do, you know, as far as getting picked on, because, you know, sports and football and baseball, you know, that's what that's what the boys did, you know, and the dancing cheerleading was what the girls did, you know, and it was kind of that way growing up. And I always wanted to perform. I always wanted to wonder what it was like to perform in front of a big crowd it was just something that i that i've always wanted since i was little and i just never thought i had the opportunity to do it and my mom used to do she used to be a cheer coach and i used to ask the girls like what does it feel like to perform in front of like all oh, those people you know like i used to ask them after their competitions and stuff and um as growing up you know eighth grade came and the movie you got served came out and there was boys dancing and i was like oh, everything just kind of clicked for me and i was like oh my god like I'm going to be a dancer. Like, I know I am. Like, I want to do that. I want to do that. And sure enough, I went with some friends to watch the movie. And, you know, you got served as, like, cruise and, and all this stuff. And so yeah, I got in my car and I told my mom, I said, Mom, I'm going to be a dancer and I'm going to create a team. And she looked at me and she's like, yeah, for sure, Victor. Like, uh-huh, like, whatever you say, you know, like, go ahead and think that. And I just knew. I was like, no, I am. Like, I know. So sure enough. I started dancing and I took my first class and it was just something that felt right. And I wasn't great, of course, when I started, but it came natural for me. And I just knew at that moment that this is what I was going to do. And after playing sports all my life, since I was four years old, as soon as I took dance, you know, sports kind of started fading away from me. And I just wanted to perform and dance and just do that. And ever since then, I haven't stopped. And now I'm here where I am today, so just the beginning of my journey. So I'm really excited to see what, what else is on, on its way.
0: Let's talk about your choreography. I love your choreography because it's so clean. It's so stylized. It's clean. It's just, it, it's so feel good, and I love how you drill in your classes. I mean, you are all about drilling, and I love that you count, you offer um, visual cues, you offer the lyrics to do the movements too. So you're covering all the bases. Now, not all teachers do that though. I think it's important that a teacher should be able to to do that because not everybody learns the same way. Do you find that you have to do that with your kids at Get Down District? Can you talk about that?
1: Yeah, I, I, I teach my kids the way I teach my oldest dancer. I teach my youngest the way I teach my oldest dancer. I don't, I don't baby anything. I don't make it easier for anybody. I don't feel like I should be anything less to a younger child than an older child because I feel like if I train a young, a young dancer the way an older dancer is trained, this young dancer is just going to grow up to be something amazing and, um, already have an experience of working hard and not feeling like they need to be babied. So a lot of my dancers, that's what I do with them. And as far as choreography, of course, it's feel good. Like I'm a type of dancer who just wants to not stress my student or make them feel like they're not capable of something. My choreography is very performance, you know, stage, very clean, simple for anybody. And I think that's why a lot of dancers come into my class and are surprised because I don't necessarily teach my treat my beginning class, anything different from my advanced class, I just break it down slower. And you know, whether we walk out with one A count or two A counts, I'm just making sure that this dancer is capable of knowing that they will at one point be able to do that difficult choreography, you know, and be able to to go into that advanced class and feel good. My choreography is definitely influenced from, you know, people that I've been training under for years and I love to just have feel good choreography that is understandable and being to a dancer because that's the most amazing thing for myself. Um, I don't try to impress anybody or try to become this choreographer that I'm not. I tend to just do what my body feels, you know, and and let it come out naturally and not stress over an eight count or create for five hours. You know, I like to just study my first two eight counts and let everything else just be released within my body and see what my body wants do next and put it into the routine and I think that's why it's very understanding for a lot of dancers to be able to do it and you know the simple the simple choreography is always the best choreography to do because number one you get to live in it you get to sit in the pocket and you get to execute the best to your best ability rather than taking a class that you know I mean every choreographer is different and I respect every choreographer out there but um, I'd rather just my students understand my movement and and be able to walk out feeling good and great and um, I think I'm always going to stick to that simple but good textures and great musicality choreography that is very simple and anyone can kill and I think that's the best thing
0: (laughs) yeah it's awesome because you give your students a sense of victory and of accomplishment because they've gotten something and then I like what you talk about I just get this feeling that you enjoy the process of creating and that's the way it should be so it's really awesome I really like how you've talked about that. How has it been working with the parents of your dancers? My parents
1: to death. (laughs) Um, But of course, you can't always please everybody. And um, it's very difficult because at the end of the day, the parent wants the best for their kid, you know? And at the end of the day, it's hard for a parent to trust somebody else with their kid's journey. And I think that's the most difficult is, is making these parents, I guess, trust or believe in what I see in these kids and have the same belief in them as well it's I mean I I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything I think it's very difficult to get with parents and and be able to to please them to their fullest ability you know like I say everything that I do or say about these kids it's coming from a great place what they need to do and what they need to work on you know um, I've been working with kids for a long time and, and I think I think that people need to start just Allowing themselves to number one, believe that it's, these kids are capable of doing amazing things and, and um, trust whoever their kid is dancing under. But I mean, my parents are great, they're, they're great energy and they're always by my side, whether they think I'm crazy or not. <laughs> um, it's definitely a challenge, and I think that's the most challenging thing about running this organization or business with get down district because you know everyone feels the right to have opinions and want their point to be to be uh viewed and took into consideration and um but then it's hard too because we have our vision and we know what we want and i know what these kids are capable of doing and i think that at the end of the day as long as we find a nice as whenever we find a good balance everything else is great and things turn out turn out amazing and um but yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely a challenge. But like I said, these parents have stuck with us from the beginning, and I can't be more thankful for that. And they've believed in us tremendously. And um, I just hope that they, they just know what we're capable of and where we're headed. And, and having new changes going on with Getting Down the street, hopefully things will just boost from here. And, you know, placing second and doing amazing things is definitely a spark to the flame. And we're excited to keep going and keep believing in keep working hard until we get where we want to be We get down the street.
0: You have a real sense of community, and I like what you talk about, that you want them to know that they can trust you. It's obvious to me that you've built that within your kids, just seeing the way they perform and the way they are in class and stuff. So you've done a really excellent job with them, Victor. I really commend you for that. And I know you guys have some amazing things coming up. Now, if people want to connect with you, where can they find you? Um, well, I'm, right now, I currently, as far as classes. As far as social media, anything, classes, social media, anything you want to um, put out there for people to connect with you?
1: Yeah, I mean, you can follow me on Instagram, um, V-I-C-K-7-G-O-N-Z-O, that's Vic 7 gonzo um, That's also my Twitter. You can find me on Facebook anything that has to do with Get Down District as well. I teach at Utopia every Tuesday and Thursday, six and seven o'clock. And yeah, that's pretty much what I'm doing.
0: Reflecting back on this conversation with Victor, I'm once again reminded how blessed I've been to be able to talk with people like Victor and the other guests that I've had on this podcast as they've been so willing to share what they've been through and have taught me some great lessons about life and business. And I hope you've gotten some things out of these interviews as well. And I would really appreciate your feedback at AnnetteBone.com forward slash zero one four, where you'll also find the show notes to this session. And I would really appreciate it if you could go to iTunes or Stitcher Radio and give me a rating or review. That way I can continue to improve the podcast and I would love to be able to announce your name on a future session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. And until next time, I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I look forward to talking with you soon.
1: Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebonecom slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at Anetbone.com. This podcast copyright by AnnetteBone.com and dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.